0: hi, uh, good afternoon, good evening to everybody, no matter where you are in the country or the world right now. Uh, My name is uh, Regan Forston and Natasha will introduce herself in a moment. Um, This is the podcast we do every Monday at four o'clock and we talk about everything spiritual, like everything, how to deal with life from a spiritual basis. Uh, Both of of us are in that field ourselves and deal with uh, spiritual issues with clients and people daily all the time. Um, so we have somewhat of an insight, um, you know, may not be perfect, but at least we have a, a lot of information that may help you in your journey. Uh, I'm a, uh, certified therapist with the Newton Institute, and we've been studying, uh, what happens when people die for almost 50 years now. And we've, uh, we've, uh, uh, put together a lot of our published research. Now I just found out that the published research now sold over a million copies now so lots of people that are reading this uh, and it's about what we found out on the other side Uh, we have a process where we allow people to we help people to relax to get to a very relaxed state Uh, you could call it hypnosis or trance or whatever but it's just a very relaxed state and we found out uh, a process where uh, we can our clients uh, can enable themselves it seems to be a built-in thing that people can do Um, where uh, you expand your awareness to the other side. So what people do is they spend a few hours in heaven, in a sense. And while there, they get to visit loved ones that have passed on. They can go before uh, some wise uh, life coaches or counselors, elders, we call them. And you can answer any questions you have about your life. It's amazingly transforming. People come back from that realizing they're not alone, that they have guides and angels watching them all the time. Uh, and that they actually have a mission down here that they chose this life and they chose their difficulties and things and, uh, gives them a lot of the whys to what's going on in their life. So they come back and they get to work instead of complaining or, uh, you know, uh, playing the, uh, being on their pity potty, like, why, why, why is this happening? They know the reasons so they can actually, you know, get to work and what, what's happening there. So, um, anyway, visit the afterlife, you know, there's videos and things there. And, uh, tells you the whole process, if you have any questions, you can get a hold of me there. And Natasha now, uh, I have before she introduces herself, I got to tell you that my wife today, uh, it just happened to come up on Facebook, she did a session with Natasha a year ago today. And while she's doing the session, she made notes of everything and she kept it in her in her notes thing. She happened to look at it today. And she realized that everything that Natasha said was going to happen, happened in this last year.
1: A- oh, wow. <laughs> what a confirmation for me. I'm so grateful because when I give information, being the medium intuitive person that I am, wow. a lot of times I am off. You know, it's like I don't I'm not attached to the language or yeah. the information I give because of the fact that things can change, you know, yeah. they, you know. But it's amazing that that. Oh, thank you for that confirmation. Yeah, right. though. That's that's no, that's
0: that's a that's a hundred percent hit there. Yeah. Um, and At the time, the thing sounded plausible, but it was like, oh, yeah, how's this going to happen? But it did. So, uh, you know, that's uh, just just a little uh, plug for you there.
1: Uh, Well, thank you very much. I'm so grateful because it is it is something that in my being the intuitive life coach uh, and I do intuitive feng shui consulting also that when we're going forward in, in life that I have an understanding with my integrity, I want to give as much information as I can clearly. Yeah. And with the integrity that it's going to be something that can guide you, but knowing that we all have human choices. And so things can change in a heartbeat with that. That's where I give the information kind of like a, um, It's almost like I teach you how to fish for the information, you know, fish for your life instead of giving you the fish or the information to say, make this choice or make that choice. Because sometimes my truth or the truth that the universe of love that I work with giving doesn't always make the 100 percent choice that the humans can walk with. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's us making those choices. And I know with your white with um with Patty that you know she is wonderful at manifesting. And um, a lot of the things that I gave her information on was confirmation for her, anyways. Yeah. You know, that she was on that road no matter what she was gonna do. But yet right. it was confirmation. And sometimes it sometimes the information I give just helps give that the the way the navigation of how to get there if yeah,
0: that makes sense no, yeah and and the things that you helped me with too over the last year have been good is that uh, sometimes it wasn't a definite but you put me you changed my focus on going down the road like this and you had me shift just a little bit you know mm-hmm. down that way then everything happened you know
1: exactly exactly and i wanted to say that you know we as um Going from life, um, life clarification or life between lives to the dance of the soul. This actually is the week that we have our anniversary from changing our name over.
0: Is it really? Wow, yeah.
1: I was going back and the um, that this date, well, not this date necessarily, but around this date, I think it was July 12th or something like that last year that Mm -hmm. um, that we ended up picking the name of uh, dance of the soul. Wow. So congratulations and happy birthday. Cause yeah. in September is when we started our show in, in completion, yeah. but this is the time that we changed over and made it our show. And yeah. so welcome and congratulations.
0: Yeah. So today uh, I think what you said, we're going to talk about fear, right?
1: We were going to talk about fear. And there was something that you said about uh, going to heaven. And finding out information in heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times when we're working through life, that actually heaven is just right next to us.
0: Right here. Yeah.
1: So we're not, when we go into meditation, I, and I can say the same thing about the way that I put, help people go into meditation, that it's not necessarily that we're going anywhere. We're yeah. just going kind of like, it's almost like going through the veil. Yeah. It's going through that other side of, of just where we're at. And, and, you know, as you were talking, there's a sh- Harry Potter. If, I don't know if whoever watched Harry Potter, but there's a scene where the last movie where he ends up, I don't want to say dying, but his soul goes to, to the train station and he meets uh Dumbledore there. And like Dumbledore, he goes, uh, And uh, Harry Potter goes, "Is this heaven?" And he goes, "You thought of it. We're here. Yeah, we are where you want to be. Yeah, am I in my mind? We are where you want to be. Yeah. And and that whole statement was so, in a way, real because it's not necessarily we put these boundaries on how the universe works with us. And it's actually right there working with us. And yeah. that's what, why I wanted to, why the conversation through what we've talked about in the past and stuff come up with. So many of us work with fear in our lives. And many of us fear what's going to happen in the future because we don't trust the process. We don't trust the knowings. And you also said something about how we come down and, and the bad times we go through. Well, we don't always choose to go through bad times, but we go through those life experiences. We're choosing life experiences and statements to help us learn to go forward. And so that's why I say experiences instead of lessons and, and bad times. And.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, um- I guess we only say bad times is just to differentiate between light and dark.
1: And and light and dark. And I agree with you so much. And this is not a criticism to you, no. Regan. I, I just want to make it kind of clear for, for different perceptions. Well that, good. Yeah. It's
0: like how do you say nighttime is is any uh, is bad or good or or daytime? I mean nighttime, exactly. you know all the same.
1: Exactly. Like I went through some really interesting last six weeks. It was really interesting for me. And I kind of claim it as it's kind of like going through the car wash, you know, and it's the car. We go through the tumbles and then you go through the, the upper washing of the hoods and the, and the top of the, and then you kind of go through the, the, I don't want to call it the waxing, but you know, you go through these moments where it's like, holy crap. But then at the same time we come out a little cleaner. Yeah. A little more knowledgeable. And we come through it a little bit differently. And and that's where I like to use the knowledge car wash.
0: <laughs> what I've been saying sometimes um, when I'm writing, because it's more true is when I tell people that they can go to heaven and back in a sense, it's that they, they're taking their aware, they're expanding their awareness. awareness. Mm-hmm. To have, you know, in other words, uh, uh-huh.
1: going to that dimension of, of love, complete yeah. love. Yeah. Yes. And exactly. that makes sense. I, uh, yeah. It's, well, I use the word heaven myself, you know, it, but I wanted to kind of give that stretch the perception a little bit to yeah. give an un- understanding because it is right here. It's right next to us. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, and it is. And that's why it's so easy for people to have these experiences to um, expand their awareness to the other side is because it's, it's here, you know, it's, it's part of us anyway. It's just like, like, Hey, wait a minute. You know, like there's a door over there and says, well, I've, I kind of see a door over there and I'd say, well, just go open it up and go through. And then they're there, you know, I mean, cause it's there all the time, but um, they just haven't, you know, paid attention to that. Exactly. And, you know, fear, uh, what I found out from all the, the dozens and dozens and dozens of clients I've had go to the other side is that when they, when they're dealing with their issues, the counselors on, in, on the other side or whatever you want to call it, will tell them that the number one thing that causes them difficulties in this life is fear. You know, it's fear of the unknown. It's fear of, and it has to do with trust again. It has to do with not trusting their intuition and things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the famous saying, nothing to fear but fear itself. Um, and uh, so um, just to, to start having that awareness to realize that, you know, you don't need to have all this fear in your life. And to realize that that's the monster there that we've kind of created. And it's an illusion, really, you know, because, uh, you know, um, but sometimes that that feeling or that something of a fear a little bit uh, can be positive in a way because it causes you to in a stop sense, and make, think. stop and think. Right. Do I really want to do this or something? So yeah, all fear is not actually bad. I think there's there's a there's a part of it that's, you know, that that's. Uh, you know, like we're going to climb a mountain, we have a little fear, well, I'm going to fall, Well, it just makes you be careful, in how in each step that you take, that you're not going to just do something stupid, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but, um, uh, I know,
1: it's kind of like, when, when we're ready to go on a trip, when you're getting ready to go on a trip, and you're, at, you know, like, I'm going to be going on a trip, Yay. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I can stand in the fear of is my plane going to not get you know going to be delayed is it going to be canceled is it the, and that's like heck why it's not here yet You're right and the more that I think about something in that category the more I'm going to pull it to me which means that it's going to actually possibly go forth and i know i'm a manifester so what do i want to manifest a plane that's on time unless it's for my greater good
0: right yeah because
1: maybe i might get a cancellation and then and a, a few minutes later i find out that i have a nonstop, and i can get there quicker yeah you know so there's you know i i i'm open to the possibility that something could happen better
0: right yeah as, as that, long
1: as it's grace and ease and love and light.
0: <laughs> how Patty handled her uh, operation, the serious operation she had about a month ago now is because uh, people are saying, well, what if it's cancer and all this? And, oh my gosh, like this. And And Patty was just like, well, it's not, <laughs> you know, it's, and why worry about something if I don't even know yet, you know? So she said, well, let's just have the operation. And then if something was cancerous or something, then deal with it. But otherwise you've got a whole month of going through, and you got all this stuff and what's it going to do to your body? You know what? Exactly.
1: To- cause that fear, that fear sits in the mind and it sits mm-hmm. actually in our guts. Yeah. It really sits in our gut and, and it, and then it flows up to our heart. So fear can cause our, our heart to flitter. You know, it can, um it can cause digestive problems. It can actually cause knee problems too, because and ankle problems and and elbow problems hand problems because it's like those body parts are are aware of oh that's what we were going to talk about too weren't we we're going to talk about rocks and the body and colors um (laughs) that uh that moving that forward the knee represents flexibility and moving forward and ankle represents stability Mm -hmm. and so if we're not going forward we can have these bottom body parts and then Hands, it's about grabbing onto your life. How can I grab onto my life that I like? And and so if we're having problems with our hands, a lot of times it's for having problems grabbing onto a life that we're actually enjoying being in.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, mm-hmm. I got to tell my girlfriend that. because She's having arthritic problems. Really bad with her hands.
0: Yeah, I've, and- got, I've got a, uh, in this hand right now, I've got, um, oh no, it's this hand. <laughs> I can't do it, man. That's my, my right hand. Anyway, I've got a, a, trigger finger. Uh-huh. Not see how they're not even. Yeah. My last finger is pointing down. Like I have to, yeah. I have to kind of mm-hmm. the, the muscles all gotten tighter over here over the years. And um, so there's operations and stuff, but so far it doesn't hurt. And, um,
1: and it's not very cumbersome to you.
0: No. And, and I can hold the golf club. Okay. Perfectly. So, Well, um, uh,
1: let let me let me let me get my piece of paper here and see if I can find what I'm looking for. Um, but it's um, something to do with. I forget what that finger is. Um,
0: yeah, this is the little. It's my right hand, and it's the little pinky, the little finger there.
1: I'm going to go to this guy right there. That guy. So your pinky is about confusion and pretense. Okay. And it's dealing with the heart and small intestine. Okay. So with that, that if you, if, if you hold on to it gently, then you may find that, yeah. that your um, small intestine and your heart and any confusion you have will lessen. And then, because if it's getting stiff, are you getting stiff in your knowings about, um, you know, you're kind of getting up there in your time of life. And and so it's like the confusion about things can have a, a troublesomeness. You know, yeah. you're getting confused. And then, the, you know, the pretense, well, this is going to happen. That's good. You know, it's, I have to make sure really what pretense, yeah. met, met, you know, means. But in the sense of looking at, things like that, that if we hold those fingers, then those organs work better. And I know that as we get older, our digestive system slows down a little bit, you know? And so giving that energy, and this is part of of holding it to give it love and saying, I love you. And and I understand that you may be having a little bit of problems and that kind of thing. And then this part of your palm, the inside of your palm, Where the uh, where your lines are, your lifelines and stuff like that, that's actually harmony. And so, if you put your thumb in your palm, your thumb in your palm, like
0: that,
1: no, 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 opposite hands, two hands, put your other, yeah, there you go, and then you cradle your hand inside of one another. So, you're so one, and then you put your thumb kind of in that center, that's called harmony, yeah, okay. And, and a lot of times when we're trying to find harmony in our life, which you do pretty good, but there's that part of it, but holding on, onto our thumb like that, that really helps bring the harmony in because you have the ligaments coming across your palm.
0: Yeah. And so
1: that's where like, and, and these aren't things that you need probably aren't struggling with now, but it's residual effect of what's happened in your past. They can be still affecting you now with your body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and the things you mentioned, I, I mean, I can see a correlation uh, and especially uh, is the getting older a little bit. I've been so much more conscious of that in the last few years, you know, realizing mm-hmm. that, um, you know, so many people that are my age have already gone to the other side and nothing wrong with going there. I know if I'd left my body at this moment, I would be going, OK, I'm ready. That's fine. You know, but uh
1: you would miss the people who would miss you, and, and you would miss them yeah. in that sense, I, I, in the physical this, sense.
0: I feel right, yeah. And so I, I feel like, you know, I'm starting to get the hang of things, and I'm becoming a better <laughs> therapist all the time. And then I thought, well, if this is my mission, and now I'm really doing it, uh, no, I don't need to go home right now, you know, uh-huh. or later, but um, but still, you know, it, that crosses your mind, and you hear you know, people, and you go, wow, that guy was 68 years old, and he just left, or 55, and I'm in my 70s now, you know, uh, so um, I hope I got another 20, 30 years, and I'm, I'm just loving the time I'm having with Patty, so.
1: <laughs> yes, because like, that's, and that's the thing about, you know, like, trigger fingers and knee problems, is it something that sets up in us when we're, when we're younger, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that sets up, and it starts getting that energy gets stuck. Yeah. You know, it really gets stuck and that's why when we're working through our emotions, fear and and anxieties and that kind of thing that if if we can start practicing, it's the word of practice to start. I don't want to say trusting even the universe, but trusting ourselves
0: mm-hmm. a
1: little bit more that that you know, if we look back on the on the path that we've led in life, we've actually done okay. We may not have done perfect. We may not have done it well, Yeah. but we've survived quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So doesn't that mean that in the next couple of minutes we may survive more or yeah. the next, you know, it's like me going to fly, you know, well, you know, the more fear I have around that, the more I sit in my digestive system and, and I don't, I'm not there. I want to be free of that. Yeah. problems in my body. And so with that, I'm going to go into that. Well, I know that I've always been taken care of. I've I've had yeah. times when I've gone through the car wash. I mean, it's not been at all grace and ease, but yet I can tell you like today when I was weeding my garden and I bent down and I got a scratch on my forehead and it's like, oh, that hurt, but I'm grateful I didn't hit my eye. Right. You know, so I know that I'm taking care of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know that I'm taking care of because that was just not even an inch away from my eye, but yet at the same time, it's moving forward and and trusting that process of how can we do what we're doing in a way? Yeah, because things are always going to be happening around us, but it's our reaction to it.
0: Yeah, it makes that all- it
1: causes so much. And
0: yeah, and that's why I fear. You know, if you have, fe- if you react to something in fear, y- you know, generally speaking, you're going to get some sort of negative result, or, you know, you're not going to, you're, it's not, things aren't going to be as easy as they, as they could be. Uh, now, before we're off of this onto something else again, just so I remember and other people watching, uh, since this trigger finger had to do with heart, had to do with, and heart- that's your
1: pinky. Yes. On your pinky, the heart and the, and the part heart, or the pinky represents heart and small intestine okay in the healing technique that i use um and um, and then it it also um represents confusion and pretense
0: okay how would pretense be uh how would you
1: i gotta make sure what pretense means okay because that's um just doing something on my phone here pretense I've been doing a lot of work on my phone and (laughs) pretense.
0: Uh,
1: An attempt to make something that is not of the case appears true. His anger is masked by the pretense that all is well. A calm, especially a false or um, ambiguous one, he will quick, he was quick to disclaim any pretense to superiority. Okay. So with that, that when we're going through life and managing our life, that it's, it's kind of a falsehood. So confusion or falsehood you know, like, Oh, everything's fine. And then, you know, the people who everything's fine and then they end up not living through the night, you know, it's that there's pretense there. So Carolyn, hi, Carolyn. How are you doing? Hi, you two. Um, any hints about troublesome neighbor? Finally, he, uh, will he be <laughs> evicted? He's a renter and we are homeowners. It's a townhome neighborhood. So with that, I saw that on Facebook real quick as I was trolling through uh, that you were having troubles with, oh, there's, I have a friend who's got a troublesome neighbor too. And it's interesting how people have the righteousness right now. Yeah. So let's look at that a little bit more because there's something in a past life that you two have together that is triggering you a little deeper. That's why there's this troublesome thing. So I know that you understand about past lives cause I've, um, hey, Carolyn and I, she's, we've, we've done some work together. And so with that, that you two have had a past life where, okay. A couple of them actually, um, let me pull out one for you. That it's a past life that. Okay so there's something that is going on in this universe of ours okay and i'm gonna make a disclaimer here that i see dimensions and if anybody saw dr strange's last movie
0: yeah i did
1: dimensions of madness (laughs) that's what i can see i can see different realities going on so carolyn you have a situation going on in another dimension that is on the same timeline and you have thats why I'm kind of trying to clarify because I'm—I I'm, see you in different timelines that you've gone through, um, in the in the system. So you have had a past life, and I'm just going to name the scenario that has gone on with you guys. That you have this same kind of scenario where you actually have gone into a war against each other. Wow! You've gone in, and you've had um, disclaiming. Uh, uh, like if you are two farmers, you, you know, you would be taking out each other's cows, you know, because, well, you took mine, I'm going to take yours. And it all started out with somebody else took the cow first. It wasn't even you or it wasn't him, but you, you two blamed each other because you always are on this trigger for each other. So, uh, so let's see. She said um, he called the police. He, um, Okay, I called the police. He knocked a lot off of pictures off the wall. I'd say no past life. <laughs> well, so your truth is your truth. I honor that, but this is what I'm seeing, and a lot of times in our past life, that it can affect how we do today in our path in our life together. So if you know we have the scenario, but what I'm going to offer to you, Carolyn, is is that that uh yeah so uh, stay, yeah so before he goes i'm asking you to do some healing work okay i'm asking you to do some healing work because of the fact that uh, that um if you can do the healing work in this lifetime it's going to have a rippling effect on other lifetimes okay so with that that what i'm going to offer you is a mantra okay I'm asking for healing on this with the blessings that whatever has been a contract between the two of us is nullified that we have agreed upon in on all levels of our knowings that whatever has happened in the past is done and we're willing to walk forward in our new future together. I'm asking for healing on all lifetimes for this to happen. And we're in the full moon energy right now. So this can have an extra little punch to this. So whatever the scenario is that is going on between the two of you, you're done with the contract. I'm done with the contract and I'm asking for healing on any new future contracts that we may have together or not have together. But I'm asking for the healing to happen on the contract that we've had over lifetimes, including this one. And even if there is no contract and he's just a neighbor moving out, even making that statement will make a difference.
0: Yeah.
1: So anybody can use that kind of statement. It will help with, even if we don't have past lives together or this lifetime together, you know, if we're having a disheartened moment with someone, we can ask for, I'm done with what's been happening. I'm asking you for healing on the future just us together. And I am going to walk forward with a grace and ease and with knowing that there's healing happening. So even if you can have tough love and say, I don't want to talk with him, but yet at the same time, though, instead of saying, I hate you, you can say something like, I can understand that we had a disagreement and I'm asking for healing. You don't have to verbalize that by any means, but you can have that energy field with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it I've, does
1: help do some healing. Go ahead, Regan.
0: I found a way too in my hypnotherapy practice when people have issues like that. Um, one of the things that help, I mean, the, the, the main thing here is that the, the person who feels that they're being persecuted uh, in some way and attaches to a situation, uh, the main thing we want here is a healing so that they can let go of that. You know, in other words, if somebody has abused you in the past um, and the more that we put out negative energy in that to them, that, that person still has an anchor or has a, is, has control of us. So that's the idea of forgiveness is to let it go. Uh, but uh, one that works with my clients uh, frequently is to have them picture sitting at their kitchen table Their neighbor comes over and knocks on the door and their first thing is, oh, it's that son of a bitch, you know, Uh, you know. And then (laughs) wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, I've got something I want to heal here. I don't like feeling I don't like having these feelings towards this person. So um, what they do is they go to the door and they see that person. And instead of, you know, uh, shooting them through the glass or something or something bad or telling me to get out of there is that they open their heart and they invite them in they have them come sit down at the table with them and they go, Hey, look, I just made some cookies. Would you like a few, you know? And while he's sitting there as you're visualizing this, you know, it's like a visualization of this. And then you can just talk in a loving way and say, look, you know, I know you're leaving tomorrow. Uh, and part of me is glad (laughs) because you're a pain in the butt, but you know what? I may have some sort of connection here or something. And I don't like myself feeling this away. So, um, You could even, your contract, I can just visualize, see her pushing the contract aside to him, says, hey, would you like to just end this forever so we don't have to do this again sometime? Rip it up. Yeah, and have him just say, no, we can both do that. Say, how about on the count of three, we both rip it up? Okay, and then, you know, and you could visualize that and they rip it up and then you can say, hey, look, I got a baggie, let me give you some cookies to go And, uh, and just walk them to the door and just say, Thank you
1: for the lesson. Thank you for the experience of, of boundaries or whatever you needed yeah. to learn from this. And say goodbye.
0: And as he's walking away, just take a deep breath and just feel like uh 30 pounds of pressures just leaving your body. You know? <laughs> yes. Now it's hard to do that because forgiveness is one of the hardest things. And we've talked mm-hmm. about that on the show. It's a difficult thing. Um, and this may not be her case, but it is in a lot of cases that somehow we're, you know, like if. If she looked up Ho'oponopono, you know, the mm-hmm. that way of I love you, thank you, please forgive me, I'm sorry to say when we're being, you know, we have a negative, what we consider a negative situation. And you just say, I love you, thank you, please forgive me, I'm sorry, covers all the bases of why this person's in our life. But in that belief system that everybody that shows up in your life is there for a reason,
1: to teach you something. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So Carolyn says he- Uh, He never knows any of the neighbors, any other neighbors has made many complaints about this unit. Yes, and that's the thing is, is that many a times we have these people come back into our lives because of the thing that we help each other to learn experiences. So with that, that boundaries are an interesting experience to learn about. And that's one thing that we should talk about one time is boundaries. Right. Mm -hmm. Because boundaries are an interesting thing because a lot of times it's boundaries with ourselves. How do we discern the moment with working with somebody else? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, yes, you know, like you made the comment that he's had pictures, he made pictures fall off your wall. That's a big trigger. That's a big ouch. That's a big what the mm -hmm, is going on here.
0: Mhm. I I just thought I felt a correlation right there of knocking the pictures off the wall because the pictures represent our past, you know. And he's knocking off the p- pictures there, and maybe that this bringing up something from the past. You know, I don't
1: know. exactly exactly. So even even if other neighbors have had scenarios with this person, our soul families are very broad. And so they could have been in a war with him one time where he he cut off their heads and they didn't know each other. You know, it's like it's one of those things that that we don't have necessarily any definition on what he has had an impact with. But there is something about the two the two of you. I'm only going to stay with the two of you. That there is something that you were to learn about how to manage your own energies to allow. Do you let other people's energies affect your energy and how do you create boundaries around that yeah and i can tell you that i still have people as many tools as i have with my boundaries i still have people that affect me and i darn it they took my legs out from underneath me again and triggered me again okay here i go learning how to do this differently with this person there's always going to be somebody who has to teach us how to to stay in our own being to interact Instead of reacting discernment, you know, how do we, you know, and and these are only helpful um, images that I'm giving you, you know, you know, more, it's your life. And I'm sorry, you're going through this. I want to make sure I wanted to say that I am so sorry. You're going through this. Having a terrible neighbor is not easy. And I lived across the street in a dead end road from a drug addict for almost 15 years. I understand bad neighbors but I also understand about boundaries and protection and understanding how I needed to react or interact with her more than I needed to. I mean, she even went over and pulled uh, some of my plants that I planted at the end of the road saying that I called the fire department on her when I didn't even come close to calling the fire department on her. And I had to choose, was I going to be triggered by this or not? It was my protection about myself because she was sure she was her. And I did not need to have her energy around me.
0: That doesn't excuse any bad behavior on the name. No. Uh, Yeah. And um,
1: he never answered the door when I went over there, nor did he answer the door when the police was there. I learned to take charge and call the police instead of taking care. And that's a good one too. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Because then that takes it out of your hands. Good job.
0: Well, think of it. There's, um, If you're looking at it like an apartment manager who's managing all these apartments and has a bad tenant or if you're the neighbor next door that's getting the brunt of all this, if you look at it like pretend you're like the manager, then you don't have the emotional component there because, you know, with the person you're just saying to, you know, if you get complaints, the manager goes to him and says, this is unacceptable behavior here. We have to give you notice to move, you know. And, but the, but the manager doesn't have that emotional attachment to it. It's just like, okay, this is unacceptable in your contract. Okay. Bye. You know, so it's good to try to be that way to, to do it with like, to set your boundaries, call the police or whatever, let them take care of it, you know, but. uh, uh,
1: And I, I would picture, I would actually picture asking the property angels and whoever angels that they're nicely shuffling them out the door. For yep. anybody, for his greater good and our greater good, that he has shuffled out the door so he learns the experience, that the next person he lives next to, that he's a little bit more graceful with them.
0: Yeah. And um, also, too, for people watching this, because a lot of times there is something in the past that, that you know, where we have people which we consider annoying annoying or terrible than our presence. Uh, there was a, uh, a a client session that a therapist had where... Uh, A man had this beautiful relationship in the office with everybody. They love working and a person got transferred there and he's at his desk. And the moment this man walked in the door, he looked at his men. When he looked at this guy, he started having feelings of like, oh, I don't like this person. Like and it got worse and worse until it was bothering him every day because he didn't know why this man had not done anything to him in this life. He was from somewhere else, but he just couldn't stand the guy. So he wouldn't even communicate or anything but then he was a spiritual person he went and did a spiritual exercise and he had a vision and he had a vision of him being it was like working on the pyramids or something like this he was a worker like this and this man who he saw who, who who had come in the office was his uh his uh you know he had the guy with the whip you know and that Is man it, yeah. threw him down in a hole and had everybody bury him alive and so All of a sudden, because he believed past lives and everything, he goes, oh, that's why I hate that son of a bitch. This son of a bitch buried me alive. Now I hate him even more. But then he thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. So a few days later, he did another spiritual exercise. He had like an out-of-body kind of thing. And he saw where he was the guy that had killed him in another lifetime in a brutal way. So then he went, oh, now I got it. You know, we're just doing this. My time to kill you, then you kill me, and this could go on Forever. Well, because he had advanced spiritually, he did spiritual exercises for a few days trying to let go of all this. And as he did that, his hatred for this man that walked in lessened and lessened and lessened. He says, fast forward a couple of years. He said they go out for beers all the time now. They're like best friends, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and that's the thing is, is that, that you don't have to be friends with anybody who is is being mean to us. And that kind of stuff. But there's that part where even if we ask for, I've even done this in my own marriage because of our contracts that we've had together. And I needed to do, I needed, I'm going to use the word needed to do some healing work in order for things to happen. And I can tell you that, that whatever healing we can do, if we believe in past lives or if we don't. That any healing we can do can heal the moment we're in with somebody. And uh, Carolyn said that um, I reported it to our association as we are homeowners here.
0: Right. They are
1: sending it to our lawyer and for the association. Yes. And, you know, that's, you know, you're creating good boundaries to say that that we're not allowing this kind of scenario to come into our area so that's boundaries so now because the fact that there's an understanding that he is going to leave is he going to leave yes i feel like that he may not move out on the 30th but yet he is going to move out he is going to have to move out uh but one thing that i want you to do is i want you to concentrate what kind of neighbors do you want in there
0: right right
1: what neighbor do you want to have in that place because if you keep thinking about erg moments what are you going to pull into the, your neighbor so really flip this coin over right now if you can asking for healing on the past what's happened in the past i'm asking for healing on this but i'm excited to get excellent neighbors who really respect and honor the boundaries of living in a town home and are great people You know, if we're friends, if we're not, I'm, I'm grateful if we can have a cohesive communion of a relationship with each other.
0: Right.
1: And so really start thinking about that. Think about what do you want to be? What do you want to have? And I know I did that with my husband. I was done with the old husband, but I didn't hold that. I I held on to the man I wanted. Uh (coughs) Sorry was uh, digging in some dry dirt earlier, and it kind of got into the to uh, the little, I kept it from getting into my lungs, but it's still in the process of relieving, uh, you know, so with that, that going forward in our lives, the more we can go to the positive, it doesn't necessarily cha- change all the way the past, but it can help support new blessings to come in, It's amazing. And that's the whole thing about fear is we hold on to what happens if it happens again. Well, there's a great opportunity. It won't. Mm -hmm. There's a great opportunity that you'll get good neighbors, at least neutral neighbors. They may not be great neighbors, but they may be more neutral. They may not talk to you very much, but they're good neighbors because they're not knocking, you know, your pictures off your wall.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, people do that. Like when I've, in my regular therapy practice um when i get you know with a lot of people and they found that many times like when they'll when they've broken up with somebody they get in another relationship and they have the same thing happening over and over and over again and it seems that not until they do some work on themselves not until they change their attitude about uh like you know where they try to fix themselves first uh and they change their attitude and then because they've change some, they have a different energy and they attract a better partner, you know, but someone who just gets a divorce and doesn't do anything, doesn't change it. In other words, nothing changes unless something changes, you know, that's that. Yeah.
1: Okay. So this is something, um, I'm grateful you're mentioning this, Carolyn, because I, there was something that flew by and I didn't say it out loud. There is something in that that property that needs to be cleared out. And you're really good at working with energies. I know that because we've worked together. And so if you can go in and ask the intention, since you live right next door, and I'll do some work on my hand here. Together, let's ask the angels to clear out the property because there is something in there that creates disharmony, I'm going to call it. And if we can... And so what Carolyn is saying, sorry about that, that um, she's saying that this has happened in this unit before. And so basically what we're talking about is a neighbor that has, who's a renter has been coming in. uh, And now she's hoping for newer people to come in. So have that property get cleared. And if you have access to it, let's say on a day that um, they're showing it, let's say if a realtor comes in and shows it, walk through yourself and ask Archangel Michael to to walk with you. And oh, there's another angel to call in. Azrael, Azrael, Archangel Azrael wants to come in and help you. Walk through and have them walk through with you. And if you can walk in counterclockwise and to help clear the energy and then walk clockwise again just saying oh i want to look at it again and walk clockwise back through the property and ask for blessings and the angels of love to come in
0: yeah
1: okay there is something in that property that's stirring the pot and it's not and it it likes disharmony this being likes disharmony Uh, he feels like he used to be a drunken type of person so he likes that um that stirred up feeling that a lot of people with who are on drugs they can't settle in happiness because their addiction doesn't allow them. And so with that, if that helps you out and you, and you can do that, just even if you hold your hands on the wall, that's between the two of you mm-hmm. and ask the angels to do their work. And you're just the energy holding the space, the physical, holding the space and I'll help do my work too. If I can help you. Okay.
0: Yeah. She needs some peace and quiet and not have to worry about that. I would say it's- when that new person moves in buy buy that person's uh, a little bouquet of flowers or something and welcome them. <laughs> start up, start up on a good court, you know you know we used to have that all the time remember the welcome wagons towns used to have you know where anytime anybody moved in you'd get uh, somebody from the community different businesses and people would come by and welcome them and and it, it was kind of a nice little tradition i know businesses were trying to say hey we're here now this is the pizza place you want to go to and here's a coupon for this and that but it's nice people love that you know we're like oh mm-hmm. i acknowledging that I'm new to the area and I'm, and I'm being welcomed,
1: you know? Yeah. So Carolyn says, I don't have access to it at all. Uh, The landlord has only had two nice people. Yeah. Um, So, and then she says, new owners, a welcome package. That's a blessing. So with that, that you don't need to have access. I was just saying, if you do have a uniform wall, but you can even, even just have, you know, even if you um, let's say if you can see it, even you holding space, watching a property can help shift that and then have angels stand be, between you and that property so that that energy doesn't want to come forward. That, that, that you ask that Jesus, Archangel, Azarel, um, Rob, um, and, um, and Michael and everybody else who can take care of it and they take that energy and take it away so that it does not come to you. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, I, like I said, I'll do some work. Okay, Carolyn, yeah. uh, if you can maybe uh, email me, uh, Natasha at Angelic Clarifications, the address, not necessarily the exact address, but the address, and then I can go tune in a little bit more. I'm already tuning in, but yet that helps to pinpoint it. And yeah. I can do maybe some work. I can do some work for you.
0: Yeah, let us know who moves in in the future. And see, after six months. Of yeah. This- she says, sure.
1: I, I, uh, I believe in angels. <laughs> they can do amazing work if we if we trust the process and, and not stay in the fear of it. Not stand in the fear of it.
0: Natasha, let's say if somebody moved into a place and they knew about you and they were to call you to do like a feng shui thing, like uh, through Zoom or a video showing the different rooms and things like mm-hmm. that. Uh, you, you could you're able to do feng shui that way too aren't you if you know if but, yes but don't they have to send you the the uh, uh in other words if say it's a house and someone wants to, to do it remotely you have to know which direction the front door no. is. you don't need to know the directions that they're in nope okay no
1: because of the fact that it i mean it is nice like for my house i know that it the front doors at the at the um, the east, so that's allowing new to come in. But the type of feng shui, the the black sack um, type that I use of feng shui is about uh, walking in doorways. So it's how you drive onto your property. It's how you walk in the front door. It's how you walk into individual doors. Okay. And there is something about the northeast, south, and west, and I do honor those. But at the same time, it's about how the energy feels and i pick up energies so like when like when walking up to a house i can tell how the energies are on the property and uh, the one thing i do ask though is is that you have some kind of mobile device that i can see a video yeah and i can do a lot of, and i do actually do a lot of energy without even seeing if somebody gives me the the um the address i can usually take a snapshot there's a part of me that goes there and walks through the house. It's like I can say, "Is there a tree on the back corner of da da da?" And they go, "Actually, there is." You know, yeah. so I can do a lot of that work, but it is nicer to have a visual because then I can see the aspect of um, of cause and effect. Sometimes there's sometimes a picture on the wall that, oh, that's why I'm feeling what I'm feeling.
0: Yeah. So you you if somebody had, let's say if I was moving, I really like this place and I was moving into it. But yet I knew that, the, let's say the people that there were drug dealers and there was a they got arrested and there was a lot of negativity in there. If I I mean, I could do like what you suggested to her myself. But if I wanted extra help, I could call you and you could walk through as I'm showing you things and help put that positive energy in and kind of do a Yes. Or whatever. That would be yes. awesome.
1: Yes, I can do that um, like for me, you know there if I if there's somebody in another state or another city that is a little bit too far for me to travel, if somebody wants me to travel, I'm willing to travel. I love to travel. <laughs> but they have to help me with that. but at the same time, I can very much do it visually or if you're more local and you want me to come and do it, I love to, I love to help balance the energies. Actually, I was on a property that had a lot of different dimensions and different, uh, walkthroughs and different beings that were on this property. They were hearing some really weird sounds on their property. And so I went and worked on it. I have not heard, they haven't gotten back to me if it's been better or not, but I'm hoping at least I brought it down to where there wasn't so much, uh, uh, disharmony. I'm going to call it on yep. that property. I, I love, she said that one time when I went on and I drummed, she said there was no wind and all of a sudden the trees started moving and all the birds flocked and sa- started singing right where I was drumming. Wow. And so with that, that I really love to attune to the energies to help balance the energies of us two-leggers there's many a times where oh, like I was um, up in Canada and I was helping balance a land. And this land was native land. It was first nation land. And so I put my hands on the land and honored the land as it was. And I, I love, it's my calling. It's my life calling. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so thank you, Regan, for asking those questions. I'm yeah. grateful.
0: Yeah. Cause I'm just starting to understand more of that too. So that's really, really good. You know, I've watched the last episode, the last episode they showed of Skinwalker Ranch, uh, and I thought, God, it would be so cool if you could go out there and just kind of tell them what's going on so they don't have to do Of course, they don't, that would ruin their show. It self. wouldn't
1: be a show then.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, that's what it is. Just leave it. Because um, it seems like there's a port or something. They're like they'll. This last time, they were going to shoot a giant rocket up through this
1: section. Yep.
0: Probably. And they put they shot a laser beam up and the laser beam curved
1: yep because right. there's a dim- there's a dimensional shift right there there's a porthole right there and that's the thing is, is that with me like like the skywalkers you know i get it i'm not afraid of them because i used to be one when in a past life yeah so i i i've, I've had them visit me quite often as and i will i went I was like, oh, friend, <laughs> you know, I don't I've been so many things in past lives that I can see different realities in a moment. And I I have actually I do not want to go into a haunted house. I do have a a, a reactive fear of that just because I don't want to be bombarded by all the spirits. Yeah, it's not my choice. But yet well, when I come into that moment, like going onto this property and I was out there in the dark doing this work Yeah. in the day. And then I went back when at a party and I was able to do it in the night, you know, cause I knew the spirits come out differently at the night. And so I was sitting there, I felt eyes on me, but I knew who was out there.
0: Well, every time I do, wasn't
1: in the fear, go
0: ahead. When they do an experiment out there then they all of a sudden the orbs show up or it looks like, and they see them, you know, like, unidentified flying phenomena shows up and uh, right before their eyes, it'll be there and then it'll dissolve or go someplace else. And, but I'm yep. wondering, are they poking the hornet's nest? Are they going to get stung? I mean, like if they're sh- disturbing this natural thing, that's a portal or something. If
1: you uh, notice that it's when they disrespect the land,
0: uh, now when they
1: st- when they, I mean, there's the natural art of, like, let's say when they wanted to, to go in and they, you know, like the difference is like they threw like um, disposable smoke bombs down in these holes yeah. and <laughs> things happened. That was borderline disrespectful, oh. but not because of the fact that they didn't throw a, a firecracker down there. Yeah. If they would have thrown the firecracker down there, that would have been disrespectful. And this land is a huge porthole for a big part of our planet, which is a spaceship. It's one of the main, en- one of the few, there's several main entrances like South America and different places like that, um, or the Antarctica, uh, North America, North uh, um, Canada and Alaska. There's another one over in Russia. Uh, there, There's different portholes that are, doorways for the starships to get into our planet. And Skywalker Ranch is one of them.
0: Well, wow. well, you know, have you seen the last one where they, they dug uh, laterally at the bottom of this cliff? Mm-hmm. Three, that was
1: borderline disrespectful.
0: And they brought out metal, you yeah. know, and the thing went up and over something. So they're wondering if there's like a, a spaceship that's beneath there from ancient times or something, you know. So, I don't
1: know no i yeah there's there's uh, that's why they had problems with radiation yeah and things like that because that's the teller that they are getting too close to certain scenarios and that's a no-no because we are not ready for that information yet yeah. we are not as humans ready for that information yet
0: so we'll have to see as they continue poking around you know what happens so anyway it's a great for anybody watching it's a very interesting show yeah, scientifically trying to prove that there's something there. And it's yeah. like
1: I'm just sitting here going, oh, "God, people!"
0: <laughs> a skeptical of uh, reality shows because I've been on two uh, in Hollywood. You know, uh, mm-hmm. well, I was on uh, Master Chef uh, five, and uh, also uh, spying on myself, that mm. uh, was a uh, uh, in Hollywood. They actually took me to. Uh, uh, it was. Uh, Brad Pitt's uh, actually accent coach that they had where they talked me to talk like I was from Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know? And um, they had people come in, they made a whole uh, a hair, a hair piece for me that was like, you know, brown and went all the way, was just different. I had a different nose. Uh, and um, they even shaved all the hair off my arms, everything. So the, the idea was that I would sit at a table with people that knew me and nobody would know it was me. You know? <laughs> And then we had to ask somebody uh, who we had a, an issue with in our, in our, pre- in our lifetime, uh, and somehow we would get them on the show at the same table, and they wouldn't recognize me. And then the subject of me would come up, and I'd be able to hear about what they thought about me without them knowing that they're talking to me. I mean, it was uh, an amazing uh, show. But uh, anyway, everybody, all the episodes were real except mine. And because I couldn't find the person that ha- had this issue with, so they'd had an actress come in and play the part. Oh, mm-hmm. so I saw. Oh, this is how reality shows are—that they're somewhat scripted. But and it ended up being this beautiful thing where the lady had all this stuff to say, and then she came, when she when I finally took off my disguise and and then she's crying and said she's sorry for you know costing me almost a. A couple hundred thousand dollars the uh, issue that she
1: uh-huh.
0: my family to lose because of some stuff she did and so it was a great thing but everybody there in this restaurant where we met there were all the extras and everybody thought it was totally true but it was it was a little bit fake you know so when we have these realities, so i keep looking at skinwalker ranch and i go are they planting these things and everything but i From what I hear, they're they're not. You know, they're
1: yeah. And I, you know, I take everything with a grain of salt, but at the same time, but you know, I know we're up on our hour here, and I know we didn't really talk about fear that much, but I can tell you that there are some things if you if you really listen to the show that there are some weavings of how to negotiate through fear as we go through life. That you know, about what kind of neighbor are we going to get? What kind of things are we going to do? How are we going to negotiate? we can trust a little bit in the process and know that there is somebody out there helping us something out there of love, trying to help us do better that we're going to be able to negotiate what we're in front of a little bit differently. And when we are in the angst and the fear and in that discomfort of what really is going to happen, if we can stand back a little bit and say, okay, thank you for being here. I understand that you are fearful. How can we, how, how can I move forward? Oh, I know. I can sit down and breathe. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I can say, I trust, I trust, I trust. Mm-hmm. Because fear is part of the dance, but moving forward is also the game of life.
0: Uh, P- Patty showed me something she saw on TikTok, uh, uh, TikTok, TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, okay, <laughs> she loves that, and it was very simple. And it was about when you have an issue that you're going through, um, just before you go to sleep, just whisper and say, I, "This is the gist of the." It's like the issue that I have has already been taken care of and is been resolved. You know, and you just whisper that the issue that I'm worrying about has been resolved. And, yeah. I, and I had that as I went to sleep last night because I, I had closed Patty's trunk. I, I had it open. I had to tie a rope down to it to keep a, her seat that I bought for her, for the sprinter van. And we came from Monterey. Well, when I shut the trunk, I thought I might've ruined the thing cause I couldn't get the trunk to work and I couldn't get it open. Oh no, no way to get a key in there or anything. And I thought, Oh my God, I'm going to have to, they're going to have to drill through that and it's going to be a big mess. And then I just whispered that last night. Uh, I says that the issue's been resolved. So I could let go of that because I'm afraid this is going to maybe cost a thousand dollars to fix mm-hmm. it, you know, because that would be a big mess, you know. So I take it to the dealer today, and one guy looked at it and he goes, I can't figure this out. Let me ask our head guy over here. Head guy came over, get in the car, boop, trunk opened. And all it was is it had a valet thing in the that you can click. So the valet, if you if your car's valeted, they can't get in the trunk. It was a little button in there. I didn't even know it was there, and somehow another got pushed. <laughs> so, <laughs> but what was good was, is on the way there, I had released myself from. It says, "Hey, if it costs a thousand dollars, I'll pay for it to fix," because it was my my goof, you know. But uh, it was just boop. Was just an easy fix?
1: Isn't that uh, funny? How though? You know, because you could have you could have lost a lot of sleep over it and yeah. and that kind of thing. And and, and fear is an interesting interesting little process about, you know, going forward and boy, if you, good job, Regan.
0: (laughs) Say, Okay. Whatever happens, it's going to be okay. If it costs a thousand bucks to fix it or more, I'll just do it. And then once I released that, I didn't have that ugly fear. That's, you know, something and it turned to one of the times it turned out good. And if it hadn't opened and they had to do that, it would have been okay too because I'd gone through that process of less letting go, you know, Mm -hmm. Of
1: exactly them. exactly that
0: that i had about oh what if what if what if it was driving me nuts you know so
1: anyway, i hear you so, so, so veronica thank you for watching and i do hope today turned out i held you in a lot of love today veronica she had some news that she was going to uh, be hi, getting veronica. uh but and carolyn got bounced off so she get, she messaged me with um with uh her address so i'll do some work for her too Great. and uh so i just want everyone to know so regan how do people we're at our end of our hour again
0: i know well it's, uh, visit the there's some videos on there about this life between life process that was discovered about 40 years ago we've had about 70,000 people expand their awareness to the afterlife and back uh, spending a few hours with that expanded awareness and um, um it was amazing and this uh, saturday i had a, a person who the first time we got about halfway but then she got to a point and her higher self said best to wait a month or so to come back because uh we want you to be more present so we waited a month she came back and all the bells and whistles she had about 40 things people she wanted to visit there, uh questions she wanted to have answered because she had a very complicated uh life um uh and she was able to do every one of them and it was she was it was biggest hug it was just so beautiful uh and um uh yeah she had some finance issues she had borrowed the money to do this because it was so important so I just I took almost half of it and gave it back to her and I said you know just it was good that she came so that was good I had to let go of some of my stuff saying hey I'm going to be fine if if I reduce the fee for her, you know, so mm-hmm. it was very, very good. I was just riding high over that. So anybody wants to expand their awareness to the other side, uh, go to the website. Uh, still giving away. Um, actually, I'll give away both books I have. There, one's three hours, thirty-three minutes in heaven, which is my personal experience on the other side. The other one is called Reincarnation Is Real. It's about all this research, and there's so much of it and so much proof now that's being done. And uh, both um, can be done in eBooks, and I'll send you free eBooks it's a site so also i do regular therapy over zoom uh you know with post-traumatic stress fears phobias anger management um and a lot anxiety depression that sort of thing uh i've been pretty successful at helping people with that what about you natasha now
1: in other words it's with your therapy work it's more of of life coaching um support in that way
0: Coaching support and then who the people that are open to the spiritual side to themselves mm-hmm. uh we can do a lot more by doing that that's that's like tw- twice i would say people get healed in their issues or get through them twice as fast as traditional therapy
1: yes yes because it's one of those things that with you doing you know you have in your lifetime so much knowledge of dealing working with people with the the P- ptsd i said it. And, yeah. and 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 um and other networks that that other scenarios coming up that your life coaching and and support and then doing the um hypnotherapy knowledge with the with the therapy piece to it that it's the application yeah.
0: Yeah. on my website too there's a, there's a whole page on uh traditional therapy with uh tapping you know eft and mm-hmm. uh hypnosis and how they work to a one-two punch to pretty much any problem that people have so regular works good and Zoom works good too and hypnosis works is is uh just as easy on zoom as it does in person so um you know that which surprises people but you know when you help people just on zoom or on the phone and you realize that there's no space you know everything is 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 now you know mm-hmm it the- really
1: is it, everything is right now yeah. so the more we can we can navigate through the now and with the trust life goes forward and i'm natasha venter and you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com or natasha at angelic doing my life coaching and my mediumship i love to bring people through the now and obviously dancing through past lives. It's something that I just, mm-hmm. I swim in between and then out of, I think remembering being born is almost like a near death experience. Cause it's like, I, I have that um, understanding going forward. And now I have a pod. We're going to be on podcasts. So if you don't catch us here, you can catch us on my podcast. Um, Life Clarifications with Natasha. And I wanted people to know that you can reach us in all platforms on podcasts now. So if you know someone who loves to do this, maybe this show's not on there yet, but yet you can reach us on um, Life Clarifications with Natasha going forward with with podcasts so you can listen to us at any time. So it's called
0: Life Clarifications with Natasha. Life
1: Clarifications with Natasha. Mm -hmm.
0: So... Now explain to me, okay, so when you go life clarifications, Natasha, is that how people are going to find this show or are they going to have to, when they go? No, to- it,
1: this is going to be under the umbrella
0: oh, okay. of,
1: of that show. So if you, if you go for life clarifications, you, you, I will pop up. Okay. And if I, if it doesn't pop up, it's because it's still in the system of being, um, uh, uh what's the word um i i might have just because i've been just opening up and starting to get on different platforms so that i might still be in the review section or process of that platform but i am popping out so life clarifications and then i added on with natasha just to make sure that if there's somebody else that had that kind of same title that at least it got it a little cleaner
0: so it's life clarifications with natasha
1: yes Mm -hmm. with okay yeah, nope. cool. life clarifications is the is the is the main title, and then with Natasha's as an add-on to clarify.
0: So if somebody goes to YouTube and types life clarifications with Natasha, then what, what will come up? I mean, what, the live uh, podcast.
1: I think it. I think it will. Um, life clarifications. I don't know on YouTube if it will pop up. But it will, because I, I have my show Life Clarifications with Natasha, on on Wednesdays at four o'clock. And, and clarifications or life what? clarifications with Natasha is my Wednesday show title, oh, and okay. so I brought that into the podcast to to make it all one umbrella. And I think actually I think I have um, googled um, uh, Life Clarifications, and I have popped up.
0: Oh, good! I okay. have popped up. Because okay. that's
1: why I keep clarifications in there is to kind of keep it yeah. under the same title-ishness. <laughs> it's so hard to, to yeah. know because it's like I don't want it because I know you were with me too, so I didn't want it to be just me with angelic clarifications. So I was trying to find a, a doorway.
0: That's good. So, I like it. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's a new avenue now.
0: Right. I'm excited. We'll next Monday. At four
1: o'clock Pacific time. Yep. Well, blessings, everyone. Thank you for being here. And I will see you on Wednesday at um, four o'clock Pacific time on the same station, same place. Bye now.
0: Bye.